0: You're listening to The Holistic Spaces Podcast, brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 117, Feng Shui 101, Best Feng Shui Bed Position. Welcome to episode 117 of The Holistic Spaces Podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers Feng Shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. And today we're going to chat about the best Feng Shui bed position. So Laura, how are
1: you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Laura came up with this Feng Shui 101 series. And so we thought we'd get back to some basics, such as more practical stuff like best Feng Shui bed positions. And so we wanted to start with one of the most important principles of Feng Shui called the commanding position. So Laura, could you tell us what the commanding position is and how it applies
1: to your bed? Mm-hmm. Yep. So Command position is a simple, it seems really simplistic, but it isn't. It is a very simple principle in feng shui that is all about how you've set up where you're sitting in various parts of the home. And so there are three key areas, but the one that we're talking about today is is bed and the bedroom. So having your bed set up in the command position means that when you are lying in bed, you can see what is coming at you. You can see the main entrance to your bedroom. So you're lying in bed, you're reading a book, you're drinking a cup of tea, you look up, boom, you can see the door, you can see who's coming in, you can hear, you know, you're aware of what's coming at you. And it seems pretty basic, but it is actually quite important. And the reason is that, you need to see what's coming at you to feel a in control, but from a feng shui standpoint, it really deals on a deeper level about how you can greet the energy and how you can feel in control of your surroundings. So when you're not in command, there can be you know, anxiety and deeper things, like you know, you might have reoccurring issues, like you just can't get past these, like you're stuck on something, you can't get past, or you know, you're not particularly productive, or you don't sleep very well, you're you're having a restless sleep. And all things that you may not notice, and they just kind of might be bubbling below the surface. But when but when you shift and you set your bed up and your bedroom up correctly using this simple but effective feng shui principle, it actually makes a really big difference. And it's one of the ones that we teach our students pretty early on, very like really, and we go over it, we look at different ways and how you can set it up and different scenarios. Because it really is low-hanging fruit in terms of impact. Like You can make this shift and change this in your bedroom and have a really big impact. So it's really accessible. It's really pretty straightforward to do. We can talk about how we can do it in a second. But yeah, it's definitely something you should take a look at. And it's easy for you know all of our listeners to really assess and look at what's happening in their own bedroom.
0: Yeah. And you know, it's interesting that even though, like you said, it e- seems easy and low-hanging fruit... I've had so many people that are very resistant to it, changing their bed position. And that's okay, no one's forcing you to improve the feng shui of your home. But I have seen over time, some of the people that were very resistant to it, they come around eventually. And I think it goes in tandem with how they begin to change their relationship to themselves. So when I do renovations for people, a lot of people spent a great deal of their budget on their kitchen and their bathroom and also the public spaces, what people see. And I was actually on, I did this talk earlier in the year and this lovely young woman was on and she was on the call with her partner and she was saying, wow, it's true. Like I spend all a lot, so much of my, my energy making the public areas nice for me and my partner. However, I don't put that much energy in my personal space or my bedroom space. So that can also start to give you some information or insight on how you take care of yourself. So I have like another person who was a client, but who's now one of my best friends. And she really did not want to put her bed in the the commanding position. And she could. It was possible. It was easy to do. We were we were designing her bedroom, but she really insisted, no, I want my bed this way. And I said, okay, that's fine. This is what it means. And she said, yeah, I don't care. And now, you know, we've been friends for quite some time and she listens to everything. And, and she's also been incorporating meditation and more mindfulness into her life. And she also, you know, when we met, she was working so hard in finance and then she became, um, she, she left that because it was just burning her out and cause she was paying zero attention to her self care. And then, As she began to realize this isn't going to work for me anymore, that my whole, everything is taking a toll because I'm not paying attention to myself. She quit her job. And one of the first things she did was she rearranged her bedroom and put herself in control and then started investing in that, investing in her personal space. So there's a lot to be said. And one thing that's important to talk about, Laura, is can you share with the listeners, why is the bed so important?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, when we're working in feng shui and with different clients, you have to look at the spheres that you're sort of in control of, right? So, you know, feng shui, you can feng shui, you know, a country, you can feng shui a neighborhood, you can look at the feng shui of a street. But, you know, when you keep coming in narrower and narrower, think about what is within your control, right? I mean, we. if you're talking about your own personal feng shui you know, you yourself, obviously the feng shui of you and how your chi is flowing is really important. The next step, let's say you're, let's say you're not ready to start sitting and meditating and working on some pretty deep stuff. Um, What's really effective is actually just moving out one sphere beyond yourself, right? Your own personal chi and looking at your bed and your bedroom, because it, it is where a, you spend so much time there. You spend, you know, you're sleeping there. Sometimes some of us are even working in our bedrooms now. So you know it really is a place where you spend a lot of time and so in that it's quite intimate like a lot of your chi is there it, it supports your own chi so it's it's like the great it's a great place to start with feng shui. And so and the command position is sort of the basic simple way to really start to look at that. And as Angie was saying, yes, you know, there is resistance along moving your bed and probably people are right now saying, but I can't move my bed because I have a closet or I have a window or I have a this or I have a that. So we'll we'll talk about that in a second, but but taking a look at your space, your own that personal space of yours. Yes, you if you have a partner, that's fine, you know, you're sharing it with them, but that is really where you need to restore, you need to make sure that you face the world and you're ready for what's coming. And so it's a great place to work.
0: So, what should people avoid when positioning their bed?
1: Okay, first of all, let's just say, okay, let's say that we are going to put it into command. And we are looking and going, "Oh, well, I'm going to move my bed this way or that way to get into command." There's a couple things you just want to make sure, uh, and we'll talk about quick ways to adjust it. So you want to, if you can, if possible, try to avoid putting the bed in line with the door. So directly in line with the door and quite close to the door. So yes, you want to be set back and have a view of the door, but you don't necessarily want, it be, want to be very close to the door. So like basically under your own height or, you know, you know, lower than your height close to the door with your feet pointed out that door. So that's not ideal. And if you can set it up in command where you're not in that, that's great. If you are in that position, you know, there is a way to adjust it. And do you want me to tell them how to adjust or did you want to wait till we talk about all the ways you can look at these at the end? What do you want to do, Angie?
0: Oh, yeah, let's make them wait.
1: Okay. Okay. So that's one that I would say, what's another one, Angie, that you would say to try to avoid putting your bed in a particular position?
0: You want to also avoid having your bed directly under a window. Now that said, okay, just as a disclaimer, Laura and I are gonna kind of giving overarching generic Feng Shui's advice here, but if you work with a practitioner, they can actually finesse things and come up with clever ways to work with your space and give you much more insight and tell you more exceptions and and actually look at your space. But in general, if you have a, you don't want to place your bedroom underneath a window because ideally want to place your bed so that you have a solid wall behind you, because a solid wall represents support and stability. So there's many ways in which this can be worked with, but a lot of people, there's a lot of homes where it's architectural design, so you can't be in command, and we'll talk about that at the end or what some ways to work with that at the end. But the best is if you have a unique situation, you need to hire someone to give you advice on that unique situation. But in general, you don't want to have your bed under the window or in line with the door. And one other thing is just make sure you have an idea of like the obstacles, like if you've made it really difficult to get into your bed and, you know, and sometimes you do the best, you have to do the best you can with what you have. Like I did a a consultation with, with someone last week and they have their bedroom is literally just like two feet wider than their bed. So you have to do the best you can, which leads me to the other one about um, positioning it, Laura, with space on both
1: sides. Mm -hmm. Yes. It is ideal to not have your bed pressed up against a wall unless you're a six-year-old. So if you're a child, obviously that's actually a good thing, gives them that support and putting them, you know, sort of with the head and against the wall and then the side against the wall, that's good. But if you're a grown adult and you would like either to have a partner or have a partner, it is really good to be able to have space that goes around the bed. One, chi can flow around it. It's better for the flow of chi, you know, everything's moving. Two, think about it for one minute, the symbolism and what that says, if you have a partner and, or want to partner and you have your bed pressed against a wall. So you, ex- this person will come into your life or is in your life, but has to what crawl over you when they have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, or like they can't like, they can't access their side of the bed very well. So at, or at all, so they need to, you need to have this equality for both partners that they can have equal access to both, uh, you know, their side of the bed, your side of the bed, because it doesn't bode well for the relationship when one has to sacrifice how they can get in and out of bed.
0: And actually that's, this has a lot to do with my foray into feng shui. So when I first started studying feng shui, I took a, a series of classes here in New York city at the open center with RD Chin actually. And one of the first things I learned was how to set up your bed. And I got home and this is when I was in my twenties. So I had lived in a roommate situation in New York city. And you know, what you do is like, you don't have a lot of space, but I just put, I did have the biggest bedroom in the apartment at that point. Cause I had been there long enough and I slowly moved as people moved out, I moved into the biggest bedroom and I had my bed pushed up against the wall. And it was a big aha moment for me when I realized that when I had my bed up against the wall, I, in a sense, what, what it meant for me was that I had been kind of locking in or trying to trap my partners, like my boyfriends, because like they, I would sleep on the outside and they would sleep on the inside and nobody wants to sleep on the inside in someone else's apartment. And then have to worry about like waking them up when you have to go to the bathroom or like leave or whatever it is. So you kind of like lock people in. And so it was really funny. So I moved my bed and then my therapist at the time was like, wow, this is the first time I've seen you make a physical change in your life, in your environment, to to accommodate somebody. And that was huge. So there's so many nuances to feng shui and not to say that's your story, but that was the insight that i received and you know the person i was dating is now my husband and and i think we we kind of joke about it but he's like yeah sometimes we would be watching tv and you would fall asleep and then i didn't want to like wake you up and like how uncomfortable is that but even if you're in a long-term you're in like a long-term relationship or you're permanently that person that sleeps on the inside i think you kind of have a you don't have the best position like i also did the consultation for someone recently where the husband had only like, who was very tall. He's like over six feet tall and she's very petite, but on the husband's side of the bed, there was only about 12 inches to get in. (laughs) And he was like the big tall guy. And so, and she had all the space on the other side of the bed. So I said, you know, give him like another 12 inches, like give him some room. So there's many, many ways to look at it. So should we just talk about like some of the simple ways to work with it. Yeah, cuz I was
1: going to say so some of you are probably one other common one and I'm going to we'll roll right into how to correct these things. So, other position is that I see a lot again on how beds are set up and how bathrooms are just how homes are built these days is when they have an ensuite is you you'd want to avoid having the bed in line with the, bo- the door to the bathroom. And generally what what I find happens is it's on um either side and it's Quite close, like usually under, you know, it's usually, you know, five to six feet away, you know, you're sleeping there. And then if you were lying in bed, you looked right or left, you'd see the door straight into the bathroom, the ensuite. And so that's not ideal, but that often that position sets you up to be in command. So you find yourself in this position, you're like, wait, but this is the position that I can be in command. So, you know, fine. So, Two things. That's fine if you have this bathroom door in line with you. Like, basically, imagine that if the bathroom door were open, the line of chi that was draining would be running right across your midline, probably, right? Roughly your top half to your midline. So, we don't want that. So, you want to keep that door to the bathroom closed if you can. And just to add a little bit more, just in case you're, you know, you're not great about keeping the door closed or you you know, you know, just feel that it's not going to happen, you can ha- hang a feng shui crystal halfway between the bathroom door and the edge of your bed. Feng shui crystal is a cut glass prism or a ball that's man-made. It's crystal. It has a little hole in the top. You fish through a line of a red string. It usually comes with a red string. We'll put links in the show notes so that if you want to see what it looks like, it'll be there. And you hang it from the ceiling. And then what that does is that that modulates that moves the chi around, so there's no longer this direct line of drain of chi from you know your bed to the bathroom. So that's the one that also that feng shui cure can work, or the feng shui crystal ball cure can work too. If you find you know the bedroom's too tight, you have many doors, just hang a feng shui crystal from the center of the of the bedroom, okay, just to sort of mitigate and sort of have the chi flowing a little bit better. Um. Remember when I mentioned don't put your bed in line with the door to the bedroom, right? If you're if you or if you can't avoid that and your feet are pointing and going straight out that door, between the edge of the foot of the bed and the door, place again hang that feng shui crystal halfway between, and again that's going to move that that's going to um, modulate that chi. It's going to move that line. It's going to shift it so no longer is this drain right out that door. Okay. And then should we talk about the correction? So what if you can't move your bed at all and get into into command, right? And what can you do if you have to leave your bed where it is? Is there an option to correct it?
0: Wait, I want to say first, the first option is always to move your bed. So a lot of people don't wanna move their bed, so they go for the other options. That is not ideal. The ideal thing is to always move your bed if possible. So these adjustments are only if you can't move your bed. That said, we've had lots of clients that are resistant to doing it and we just ask you to sit with why you're resistant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go uh, Oh yeah, so I'll just go ahead and tell it. So you basically, oh, yeah, okay. you can set up a mirror so that you could see the door while you're laying in bed. And that puts you in command, but it's, see, as you can see, that's more of an energetic kind of energetic adjustment and you have to have the intention there. So, so yeah, those are our mm-hmm. tips on how to position a bed for the best feng shui. Oh, by the way, we're going to have a blog post on this. If you are signed up for our newsletter. So be sure if you're listening to us, sign up for our newsletter, because we'll have in our newsletter a link to different like blog posts that give you more information of what we've talked about, but you have to sign up for our newsletter by going on mindfuldesignschool.com and you scroll all the way down and you can sign up for a newsletter there or in our show notes. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share it with others, subscribe, and even better, leave a review, and be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Go, you can find it in the show notes or go to mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll all the way down on the main page. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living at holisticspaces.com. You can also support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.